just that shit make you wanna hustle. Carry squirt guns, shooting metal with muffles. Trunk full of cash with a couple of duffels. So we can sip wine and eat a bundle of truffles. Huh? We gon' show you how to hustle. Holla back. So you can style on these niggas. Holla back. So you can style on these niggas. You follow that, so you can style on these niggas. Follow this. It's incredible. How I etch my plans out to be physically subtle and financially stand out. You should see me. I stick the baguettes on my hands out and literally call the structure so no one could touch you. Teenage girls that love you and models want to fuck you. Ice cream your way to somebody's magazine cover. So much money that the lid threatens a rupture. And the bank says you don't have to call like your usher. And I ain't kill no sell drugs or nobody, but I know niggas that kill and stretch work like Pilates. My first episode, I got good feedback. Everybody was happy that I was back recording. Yes, yes. So I was like, let me keep the momentum going and then not be like a roller coaster ride. Got you it. feel me? So not episode one, but episode Drew. Episode, you see? <laughs> episode Drew. That's the, t- <laughs> That's the title. And we're live from Drew Stew. From Drew Stew, episode two. How's it feel? Oh, it feels so good. Like, great. I'm sure you've had, like, your little spots that you've done, but how does this... Nah, bro, it's not the this same. This is different? Like, the mo- the closest thing I had to something like this was uh, my homegirl, Lauren, in L.A. She had a stew, and she would let mm-hmm. me rock there, and then, like, you know, it wasn't mine. But, you know, she's, a, she's like a sister, so, like, it felt like mine, but it, was just, it wasn't mine. Yeah, so you really couldn't... And it, wasn't in a, it was in L.A., and I wasn't with my gang, my family, you feel me? Mm-hmm. Like, you could pull up anybody, Chavi, you know... Um, but this feels great, bro. Like going literally from like working in a kitchen in my room, like anywhere I can find some type of tranquility, like try to find tranquility, like to now just soaking this in, this feels bro, so liberating, so free and inspiring. Now, yeah, walking in, I'm like, nah, this is, this is you, bro. Like you going to make it what you going (laughs) to. Yeah. Word. Like, I can't wait to see how the final product is of it, because obviously it's a it's a process. You still have to fill out what you want in here, if Facts. it's going to give you good energy for your projects and word, all that. Word, word, word. And you're right here by the brew. By the brew. Shouts out to the Bronx <laughs> Brewery. Shouts out to the Bronx Brewery. I need the sponsorship. We, we, we have it. We have it. <laughs> <laughs> we have it. No, I need that. But like, this is, this is great, bro. Like, I'm glad that you're, you're back. You have your own spot. You can dive into your own ideas because you've been you've been moving recently you've been moving around you've been here you've been there how's it been like <sighs> to be honest man like I appreciate all the moves that I've made with everything like career paths and like just tapping into different artistic realms moving to LA moving even for college moving to Orlando living in China Dominican Republic like I appreciate all of it. And a lot of people, I mean, I don't know. I feel like a lot of people would kind of look at it like in two ways, like, oh, Andrew's always on the move. That's popping. Or certain people would be on some like, yo, where's your st- stability? Like, But you're on the move with like a purpose. Exactly. You feel you're me? Not, you're not just here moving left, right. Like, but you have a purpose. To these and then I even call myself saying like, yo, where is my stability? But then I'm like, you know, I had to look in the mirror one day and be like, I, I am my stability. Like, yeah, like. No matter where I'm at, I'm going to do what I got to do. But coming home, like last year coming home, was it was it. It was really it. It was like... You were, you were in L.A. for a bit. I was in L.A. for a minute, came back to New York, and then for the pandemic, I just went like for a year. And that mm-hmm. was my final year. I'm like, nah, man, like 
y'all just want to hear them bow blasting on some speakers, bro. Like, <laughs> I need this energy to, mm -hmm. you know, it's like trying to, you know, like those cheap uh, iPhone chargers from 7-Eleven or some yeah, shit, yeah. Walgreens. You that, just need it real quick. Like, and, 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 nah, nah, like, like, you can charge your phone with it, mm -hmm. but it's not the same. Yeah, like, I cool. needed my brick pause. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I needed that charger, like, and coming mm -hmm. back home was that. It really, like, I remember just waking up and I'm like, yo, I feel like quarter water right now. Mm -hmm. Like, and that, and that moment of my life, it was crazy. Like, I felt like the flash, like I was just moving, yeah. you know, like, let's get it. Nothing like mosquito repellent, like bad vibe <laughs> repellent. Like I was just ultra instinct mode. Yeah. And I, and I kind of felt like I lost it, but it's just because I carried a lot and I wasn't focused, but then mm -hmm. I came back and I recharged and I'm like, nah, I'm back. So this is. That, like one of the results of that and that's good what was your mind like during the pandemic because everything everybody was shut down everybody i could probably i was for sure in my own thoughts like fuck i'm in the crib 24 7 at this point so they say it's okay the and then pandemic. you you were in la at this time half half like you was half and half for once it started like 2020 mm -hmm. i was in new york and i was in my mom's crib like Yo, it was a mess, bro. Like, like what was, I was running through your mind? I was gonna move from my apartment in in on Burnside to a, a loft in Brooklyn, mm -hmm. and like during the little stage, you feel me? Like a little little yeah. gap. I was like, yo, let's just go to my mom's crib, sit in my mom's crib, and and so we found the spot where we're gonna live. Mm -hmm. Then pandemic had like COVID drop. Hottest drop of <laughs> the hottest drop, <laughs> yeah. everything down. And shit. the shit was like, damn. Like at first, you know, it was like a little, little nerve wracking. Like, yo, what's going on? You know, mm -hmm. Resident Evil, Umbrella Academy. Like we were, you know, like what's going on? Then we got kind of used to it, and it's like, fuck it. But it was brick. It was cold outside. That's what's crazy. What's crazy to me is like once it started, we was like, fuck, for like the first couple of weeks. Then people just got used to it. Like, oh, we in the crib, yeah, we getting stimmy party. Yeah, exactly, like, bro. The stimmies, the the unemployment, like that was it was a pandemic, like they really said. Like, but like even while that shit is happening, I know you were in your mind. Like, I was fuck, I was working man. though, cause I I, I had you no excuse. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I was okay. right next to my canvases, like, and I started mm -hmm. painting some beast ass shit because I couldn't really go anywhere. Mm -hmm. So you know, it was a it's kind of like a win win for me, like yeah for me you know and sorry for everybody that lost family members and all this shit their jobs like that sucks you feel me like it didn't really affect me much but it pushed me to work because i was just constantly in the crib it was cold you couldn't leave and take a walk you know what i'm saying like i remember sitting on the balcony just just trying to like smoke a l like <laughs> but nah but it really it really got me tapped in then when i went to la and at least I had some better weather, but I was just like little by little getting back on that, mm -hmm. making this more my identity. Like, nah, I paint every day. Maybe there were times that I couldn't paint because I had other like, you know, things to take care of. But that was always in my head. Like, mm -hmm. if I'm not painting, I'm not happy. And that just pushed me, kept going and kept going. And, and that's what led you back to coming home? Yeah, 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 yeah. I saw the vibes. I did like an art show out there. Some... Some corny, corny, corny. Listen, I don't even want to talk about that it. That last one? Nah, nah, nah. This was in this was in LA. Like, oh, was in LA. Okay. Some corny chick tried to come at my home girl, and I was trying to defend her, and like literally defending her, like me sitting like as far as I am with you, and I'm like, yo, 
like you know like you don't know who that is why are you talking about her yeah. like that that then that literally what I said became on social media that I was like oh wait I a, a, an assault person I some weird yeah, shit yeah, and yeah, you I know if you this. know me and everybody knows me like come on like yeah that's insane I remember relax. that happening and I'm like huh so corny like, like and yeah. that and that opened my eyes of like yo people are clout chasers because it was it was deeper than that and I'm not gonna get into it but it was mm-hmm. deeper than that and I'm just mm-hmm. like wow like I gotta get out of here <laughs> like this <laughs> all this trying to do this to get there like nah, yeah. nah, nah, everybody's doing the most I got the fuck up out of there I came home and I was just like still in limbo like I had to figure things out where I'm gonna live what I'm gonna do like but I did it bro and the stability I I mean I'm grateful for it I'm grateful for it I'm glad to be fucking home so being home does like give you like a a revitalization of like all right, I know you know what you want to do so now you just have to achieve it even more yeah. So, like, I'm sure you have things you want to do and make it possible. Yeah, there's a lot of things. and um, Because, like, people can do, like, what you're doing and then come back. And once they get home, they're like, I'm home, man. Nah, really that don't, I don't work like that. Like, you see me, you walk Like, in, I know you don't work like yeah, that, yeah, but there's yeah, people yeah. that are just like, I'm home. I don't like, nah, like, I, I got this shit in the bag. And then they don't. I can't do that. Like... I I don't even care much to be quite honest. Like I do, but like what drives me isn't like a success. Mm-hmm. You know, I I care about success. You know, everyone should want to be successful to be able to take care of their family and stuff. But the just the the creating gives me a drive. Yeah. So you you walked in. We we were gonna do this podcast, and I'm here editing Sasso's video. Mm-hmm. You know, painting real quick. Guadi comes in, all right, I'm going to shift from there to the computer now to edit this. Like, that's what just keeps me alive. I love it. Like, I love just creating. I can't go home and be like, all right, I did my thing. I'm sitting now, now I'm thinking like, yo, what's next? Mm-hmm. Now I'm working with my, my man's Larry and, yo, we're getting a lot of work done. And it's just like every day, every hour, I got to do something and I feel great about that. It could be overwhelming at times, but then I look back and I'm like, yo, I'm working for myself. You know, I'm not really yeah, working for anyone. People, yeah, it's a lot of people's dream. They don't want to. I'm working for myself. Like, you know, like getting a phone call like, yo, Drew, pack your bags. Yo, they got to start tickets. We got to go to LA to shoot something real quick. I'm like, oh, fire. Get to LA. <laughs> oh, fire. <laughs> <laughs> Get to LA. And I'm just like, I hit up my brother real quick on my days off. Like, yo, let's make music.
Radio, duh.
whenever I see an opportunity to create, I'm in there. Mm, so you're in all the avenues. All, all of it. Why not? Like, why not? You what made me? you get into the music? Um, so I, I remember, like, so be quite honest, like. Have you always wanted to do it and just never had, like. Nah, bro, I never wanted to do it. You know, I never wanted to do it. Mm -hmm. I've always appreciated it. Okay. Like, I remember, like, listening to Get Rich or Die Trying, like, in the fifth grade. Like, it's one yo, of my favorite albums. What is going Facts. I'm like, yo, like, do you, like, it was just a free, like, a flow, like, mm -hmm. how it made me feel in my mind. And, you know, matching these words and saying these things. And it's like, how are you talking about, like, potentially killing somebody, but you making me pop my head to it? <laughs> <laughs> you know, like, that yeah, was yeah. intriguing. And then, Romeo Santos, bro, like, all, yeah. that's, it was over. Once I started tapping into that and his albums, like, really, like, paying attention, I'm like, yo, he's a lyrical genius. Mm -hmm. He's a poet. And I would sit there and I like writing, like, little poets and stuff and, like, poetries. And that got me into writing. So on my notes, like, bro, from, like, 2013, when, like, notes Definitely. started becoming, yeah, yeah, yeah. like, a thing, you know, like... Mm -hmm. So since then, you've been... I've been writing, just randomly, just writing. Writing okay. shit then in my head that I'm like, yeah, nah, I think this shit sounds fire. Oh, I'll mm -hmm. do it. Like, I don't know. Then I started getting opportunities to help, you know, just people write and be like, yo, try this, try that. And people uh, liked it. And I'm like, okay, so it's not just in my head. You know, like, yeah, you people, know you people like it. And then fast forward into the pandemic when I'm stuck in my mom's crib, my little brother was living with me too. Mm -hmm. So he was downstairs and he had his studio set up and he's writing a song and I, I would always help him write shit too. And then I'm like, yo, do it like this. He was getting tight. And he's like, nigga, you do it like that. <laughs> go ahead. I'm like, nah, bro. You know that's not me. He's like, nah, nah, go ahead. But I was already IPA'd out. Mm -hmm. You feel me? And I'm just like, Yo, you know what? Fuck it. Let me try it. Get on there. And I just started. That's when I did the red light distance. And like, I dropped something. And then my little brother just like took off his headphones tight and just looked like, nah, what's happening? And I'm like, Yo, I don't even know. But let's keep it going. Then I dropped it and people were like, yo, inner circle shit. I never really promoted it. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, I just, again, the, the, the fact of making art, creating art is mm -hmm. what satisfies me, you know? But people would hear it. They'd be like, yo, I'll be cleaning up. Like, hood, hood. Like, man, hood niggas would be like, yo, I'll be cleaning my crib to that shit. <laughs> I'll be like, cleaning my crib. Because, <laughs> like, uh, you, well, I think, yeah, Chavi had played me, like, one of the songs you recorded, right? And then when we FaceTimed you, and I was like, yo, I feel like I'm in, like, an 80s rom-com type of vibe with it like when the like at the end like at the end of the movies like the hero is trying to like cut up like fix his loose ends mm -hmm. and it felt like that and like i don't know if he was trying to go for that vibe like, montage like little montage like yo bro like at one point i'm telling Chavi, like i feel like i'm walking past the classroom and i'm looking in the thing like I did this. <laughs> like, I, I helped him fix this situation yeah. that's what it felt like and like, i i don't know if he was trying to go for that vibe for the foreseeable, or you just want to go step by step and then tap into different genres? Nah, honestly, um, I, I again, like, I had not, I had no idea. I was just, my brother started something and we went with that flow. I never, um, I never I'm glad you didn't anything. stop, because you know how, like, like yeah, great yeah, that yeah, is? Yeah, 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 like, yeah, people yeah. get into, like, the little, little niche and then they just stop. It's like, no, nah, I'm not good. I took a pause, because, you know, I was focusing yeah, on my painting. Right. Yeah, yeah. But, um, 
Well, anytime I get the chance, I will go ahead and like mm-hmm. I will work with my man's um, uh, D-Dub and Mashulu, like, and we would like just, you know, he'll help me just like freestyle stuff down and he'll record me. And um, I just kept that flow going. But then when I got back to LA, it was like, nah, like he helped me with this idea. And I remember I was laying down and this is another thing that I do. I just like lay down and listen to like beats and just cut like write. You know, like, Mm -hmm. it's just what I like doing to go to sleep. Mm -hmm. I have no, you know, I could probably send these to people, which I should be doing that shit. Yeah, like, like seed it out. Yeah, but um, I just, and then I heard something and I'm like, yo, I almost got a buck 50. Like, and that was something I've been trying to write. That's the one that that Chavi played for That's something I've been trying to write for someone for like a minute. Like, yo, talk about this. Because that was a line that stuck to me when I was a kid um, on that. Um, get this like that. Let's get it song. The Puff Daddy, the Harlem Shake shit. Take Make this, this money. Uh, uh, Shake uh, uh, money. And then he's like, he's like, uh, almost got a buck fifty for fucking a Latin King's Queen. And I, I didn't understand it, so I asked mm. my brother, like, yo, what does that mean? He's like, yo, that's when they slice your face. You got yeah. 150 stitches. I was like, and that was like, yo, he spazzed on that. I don't know that yeah. one little line. At that age, I don't went over our head. Anybody else is like, oh, he's... So it, it stuck to me, and I was like, yo, how could I take, like, my upbringing, and now with this newfound voice and sound that I, I got, yeah. clash them mm-hmm. and make, like, a you know, like an oxymoron. Like, I want to make it feel 80s, but talking about a time where some somebody on dust, bro, like, started chasing mm-hmm. me at Trinity Ave, you know, with a gun. <laughs> like type shit over some change in the bodega like he was dusted out but I'm like yo these are things that happen out here and I'm like how could I make something that feels uplifting because it's like a jingle and it gets people's attention Mm -hmm. but after it gets your attention and you're hooked to it you start paying attention you're like oh wow he's talking some different shit like what yeah like red light distance is about somebody cheating on their wife with a stripper but it doesn't feel like it you know like it just feels like like, you know, feel good. And, yeah, that's... I'm gonna I'm drop something. <laughs> I'm gonna drop. But that's good, though, with the whole 80s and then you bringing your stories or anybody else's stories into this mix. Because, like, I would say more so now with this whole Stranger Things going on, everybody's focused on, like, that 80s sound, things coming towards in the 90s. So it meshes. And everybody wants to hear old jingles, like... You get your shit popping on TikTok, everybody's going back to stream. Like, yo, what is this dropping? Word, word. Shit like that. But again, everything at its time, you feel me? Like, this was my priority. Yeah. But what you was going to say? Um, Like, do you want to go far with the music stuff? Like, let's say you put the art on pause for a little bit, and you go into the music part of art. Would, I mean, you, go, would you go like a full type of, I'm going to drop an EP, or I'm going to drop like a tape? I, no, I, I mean, I do have an EP coming like literally like this summer like it's gonna drop it's time it's time like (laughs) you not see what's happening right now like (laughs) you just gotta use this momentum and this energy but i want to you know i've been working on a few things and i'll play you some stuff after this you feel me um but yeah it's like shout outs to father pocket my brother like he's a beast beast at what he does um and he's been helping me with this project but i've been doing it excuse me here and there Mm-hmm. You know, because I'm more focused on my painting. But I'm gonna drop something. Cause you have any influences? Um, it could be it could be in music, in art. When it comes to in, in general, general, in general, do you have influences? I'd be like, you know what? I want to see if I could get better than who I look up to. 
Uh, all right, so like, because that's a tough feat, obviously. Yeah. So influence wise, um, painting. I want to be like I want to like reach a level of one of my favorite painters. His name is Van Minen, like Rex Van Minen. He's mm-hmm. a beast. I'll show you his stuff, like beast. And like he follows me, so anytime he like likes one of my that's crazy. Things, it's yeah. like oh shit, like that's a wicked feeling. Yo. Somebody you, like you look up to in this he's follows a beast, you back, bro. Like he's a beast and. Painting-wise, I want to reach there. Maybe mm-hmm. higher, whatever, you feel me? Um, then commercial-wise, like, with another series that I got, I of course, bro. Cause is a huge inspiration. I love Cause. I have a tattoo. I peeped. I know. The other day in the gym, bro, seen my, like, Cause tattoo. And he was like, straight edge, huh? Keep going, brother. <laughs> and, like, I didn't really know how to take it. So I'm like, yeah, yeah like, yeah, good looks. You already know. <laughs> Meanwhile, every other day, I'm like, fucking, we on Fosters now. I'm in, Facts, I'm in my uh, Fosters era. But I didn't want to be like, nah, I drink, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Shut his whole shit down. But nah, man. like, Cause is one of my favorites for sure. Cause, bro, Cause commercial, like, what he did. And, like, I don't know if you've seen, I've been leaving, like, these dark nights around yeah. the city. And that's inspired by Cause when he would get, like, the bus ads and, like, yeah, he had paint on them and stuff ads. like that. Yeah, yeah. So, like, that's one of my um, inspos, like, uh, commercially. And musically, bro, Gautier, bro. Like, I'm just trying to be a one hit. I just want that one song that you could be like, yo, he bodied that and disappeared, bro. Like, I don't know if it was like, maybe he couldn't make another. I don't know, but that's what I want to do. I just want to drop that jazz beast. The one and done is crazy. That's it. Like, yo, he. I was going to say, throw your shit on TikTok because TikTok is. I'm about to. I'm going to definitely. I'm going to get this song mixed. Matter of fact, I'm going to text Rem. Shouts to Rem. (laughs) 10 ways. Let me text him now. Like. See, because you got your shit on TikTok. Like, it's the biggest thing right now. People make little videos or whatever audio is available, and the shit soars up and it gets people revenue. Yeah. So imagine getting paid off a TikTok because some kid's doing a little meme, like... And they don't even know what a buck 50 is. Exactly. Some kid in fucking Wisconsin. The hell is a buck 50? Like the song, though, but don't <laughs> make they, it. They do a little, little dance to it. Fucking, um, speaking of those, you got into NFTs, no? Yes, I did. How um, was that? All right, can you explain an NFT? Like, I've, I've asked mad people, and they just really couldn't explain it. I don't know if you can. I was just going to ask you to explain an NFT. What? what? <laughs> I don't even know what I'm doing. So, like, what I took it as, or how people have explained it to me, was, like, an NFT is basically, like, owning a GIF, but not really. No, 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 no. All right, all right, all right. So, basically... Or, like, you own a picture, but you don't really own the picture. You do. You own it. You own it. You own the, the code. The code to the picture. You own the code. So, like, if all right, I have an NFT. If you take a screenshot of it, yeah. you don't own it. There's no value. Okay. When they ask you for the code, you know, like, when Girl, it gets yeah. minted, yeah. they're like, yo, this is not worth anything. It's like having, like, a fake gold chain, you know? When they yeah. inspect it, they're like, nah, this ain't it. You feel me? Mm-hmm. So, the NFT world is like, yeah, I have, I did something di- digitally, and I got it minted. Now that it's minted, I had to pay some fees or whatever. Let's say, for an example, paintings were worth a lot of money. Mm-hmm. I mean, they're worth a lot of money. One of the reasons are because, like, back in the day, let's say, like, a fire were to, were to happen in your crib, yeah. you could have always just cut that shit, rolled it up, and kept it pushing, you know? And that's like, I got this valuable piece, okay. you know, like, rolled up. Now with this, it's like, bro, I own this digital artwork so I can have a big plasma screen and just 
post my shit. Um, any crib that I own, any jewelry that I have, my watch, I can have something. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, yo, this is worth this much. Is it crazy? It seems crazy to us right now, but, you know, it's evolution. Like, we're going to keep yeah. evolving to the point where we're not even going to exist anymore. It's going to be AI. So mm. let's, let's at least enjoy what we can now. That's all I know with NFTs. Because, like, to me, it's it's crazy because I feel like it's garnered to more people who got money. Because, like, obviously... Yeah. It's, it's Like, it's, I'm going to be right. I don't, I don't got money for NFT. It's just crazy, bro. Yeah. And then, it like, it seems like a pyramid scheme because it's like, oh, I see people getting rich off of NFTs. Let me make my own. But yeah. to make my own, I got to pay gas fees. And it's like, mm-hmm. you still got to come up money. So it's just, you always got to put up bread. It's not like, even like, there's this uh, website called OpenSea where you could put, yeah, I know. You put it up mm-hmm. and when you sell, they'll take a fee from it. You don't got to put the fee up front, but you still got to pay gas fees. And it's like, you're still coming up like 200 or something. Like. Yeah. But that shit, is, like, that shit is crazy to me because like a lot of them, a lot of them are good, like are gift-like or shits look like a Xbox avatar. Yeah, bro. And like, these are worth bread. Money. And I'll never get it. Money. So those who are in it have fun, but like, I'll never really understand it.
Again, I like creating shit. Yeah. So regardless, oh, if we're in a room right now and somebody's like, who here has an NFT or an 80s sounding song? Yo, I got two of those, bro. Like, what's up? <laughs> you know, like. With that sense, do you feel like you're ahead of the curve a lot of the times? I've always been. And I'm not even here trying to, like, be cocky or anything. But, like, I've always been, like. Because I, I could only imagine, like, in your travels to here, there, you've seen what's up next. It just hasn't hit yet. Or are you going to, like, mix of what's now and what's next? Um, I'm a... No, I'm a... Man, I don't know. Like, I don't know. Like, I, I see certain But for sure, things. you've seen things that's like, this shit is fire, and we don't know nothing about that. Well, like, in China, when I used to go to China, I would see everybody on their bikes, and they will just leave it, and they keep it pushing. Like, mm-hmm. sit, like scan it. Draw a bike and then leave it somewhere, and I'm like, "Yeah, yo, we slacking." Then the people, homeless people or people that's beggars and stuff, they had QR codes. Like, I know you don't got cash anymore, so what's up? Just cash at me real quick. <laughs> like, and this was in 2013, bro. Like, I don't even mm-hmm. we didn't even have cash app. I think. Nah, um, we didn't have. I remember cash app became a thing like 2016. Like yeah, around there it started jumping. So okay. I was like, "Yo, they, this is intense," um, and I'm just not real. I'm not into all the tech shit, so I could have made my own app or something like mm-hmm. that, but I don't, I don't got time for that. But even outside of tech, like, when it comes to, like, fashion or music or somebody that's going to be influential, you maybe you've seen them. Maybe. you've seen, maybe. like, shit progress towards it. You ever feel like that? Like, um, who's that? Oh, no, you can pull up. Oh, yeah, yeah, pull up. <laughs> <laughs> um, nah, honestly, here. yeah, the whole gang's here. Shout y'all out to y'all can introduce yourselves. Shout out to Larry. It's your boy, Larry Lindo. Talk to me nice. <laughs> you can introduce yourself. That wife's aka Flan Coco. Flan. And I'm DJ Guadi from Fuego, Bronx, New York. Hey, right. BX in the building and <laughs> Central Park. But yeah, like. Nah, I mean, honestly, I don't know. Like, I see things, I do them, and they end up being a thing. Mm-hmm. Oh, good looking. Want some fries? Sure is. Can I say Yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah. Listen, man, we're here in the Bronx. I just went to a Bronx brewery. I had a vegan chopped cheese. Never in my life have I had that. And just so you know, that was A1. So for all the It was plant- fire? It was fire, bro. Listen, man, I love steak just as much as the next guy, but for all the plant-based people right now... Come through to the Bronx. Come through to Bronxbury. Swell eat. Next question. See, this is how we get the sponsorship. Hey, yo, Lottie out here too. And I don't usually do this. People don't have to pay me for the promo, but I'm going to show love to Bronxbury because those empanadas was busting something crazy. (laughs) And I just got me the summer pale ale. It's very refreshing. Appreciate you, Drew. And my guys out here, man. Keep showing love. That's what we out here to do. Next question. <laughs> yeah, speaking of next question, that's this is how, this is how we get the, the sponsorship. That that's I, that's the sponsorship, real talk. Like, 
But yeah, you see things and it just happens. And just do and just I just do them and then it starts becoming a thing. Mm-hmm. You know, like. Is there every time you was like, damn, I wish I was on that beforehand. Nah, bro, I'll be on it beforehand. <laughs> I'll be on it. Like I just be over it by the time it hits. You feel me? Like how was that feeling though? Like, cause I've I've been through it too. Like I've seen people get hot off something. I was like, yo, I already. I already did that. Yeah. Nah, I mean, I mean, it's like it feels good, but then it it don't because you're like, damn, like. Mm. But then I just always know in my head. Okay. So I got to take that in consideration with my work and be like, oh, let me not just push that forward. Like, let me work and ease it onto the people and not just throw everything. Mm -hmm. I was making ham. Bro, I was making high-end streetwear. Early. 2013, high-end streetwear. At the time, like, RIP, Virgil was making... uh, You think he was on Pyrex at the time? He was Pyrex. And he was making T-shirts. Like, you know, it was like... You could say like high quality t-shirts and stuff, but they were still, I was making these button ups. Like I was just trying to really go there and like these blazers and take it somewhere. Cause I knew, I saw that, like I felt it. High end streetwear, like this is gonna be a thing. Fast forward, now you got Supreme and Louis V collabing. Mm-hmm. You know, like these creative directors, they coming from the hood, like it's dope. You feel me? Like, and I wasn't alone. Like, you know, they got hood by air and people, but. yeah. I just, I wasn't influenced by that because I didn't even know about them. I just felt it. And as I'm going, I'm seeing it. So I was just like, maybe I might be blessed enough to receive some of this energy out that gets, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, that's- was there ever a time that you seen something and you feel like, damn, I could have did this better? I'm mad times. And that that's what got me into Quarter Water, to be honest. Like, I would get hired as a graphic designer to make t-shirts. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, a client wants what they want. We'll try my best to like give him my own source. And I'll be like, yo, if I was to do it, I'll do it like this. And mm-hmm. I'll do it like that. And I'll show people like, yo, right? Like, this will look way better. And they're like, yo, I'll buy that. Then I started Photoshopping some, like mocking up some designs on t-shirts and putting it on Tumblr. And just mm-hmm. getting people like, yo, I need that, I need that. And then, and so on. Because so <laughs> <laughs> I'll be feeling like that too, like this po- whole podcast shit or like, you was Anything on, on the internet, on the internet. I was on it early. Me and now Steve was on it early. On it early. The three cast. <laughs> the three cast. <laughs> but it's like we'll, we'll see things, and it's like, damn, we we been doing this, and we definitely did it better. But you see mediocre shit just get light. And I understand like that comes with the game. Like you hooked in, they go for what they what their person is. Exactly, like, you know, life is like that. Like, not mm-hmm. everyone hits the lottery when they, you know, buy a scratch off or something, you feel yeah. me? Like, and if you do, you could just win your dollar back. Yeah. And you end up spending it and losing it, you feel me? Like, that's <laughs> your lesson to say, yo, let this rock, leave it alone for now, you know? But it happens, and, and another part of that is the, the work behind it. Mm-hmm. I know a lot of talented people, bro, like, they're talented, but they wasn't putting in the work, you feel me? Like... They you feel like they're like, gonna sit back and don't they get felt by. like because they got a few little rides or something, you know, that oh. they, they deserved it forever. And don't work like that. Like, you feel me? You gotta keep the moment, you gotta keep it pushing. Like, yeah. bro, I came back, we've been working, we've been working nonstop scripts, TV, like scripts for TV shows, clothing line, everything, painting, music, everything. And it's like, you gotta keep going. I'm humble enough to know, like, oh, I, every I'm restarting again, mm-hmm. so I don't expect the same um, 
recognition or treatment that I did when I was doing Cold Water. You feel me? Yeah. Like, nah, I'm starting all over. I don't care. Like, that's fine. I did it once. I'll do it again. But now I learned from my mistakes and I'm going to do it even better. Mm. Can't just sit there waiting for something to fall on you just because you know you got it. That's one part of it. And now, you feel me? You just got to tackle it. Are you afraid to ask for help? Because that's what happens with a lot of people. Am I They'll have this thing set, but they won't even ask for help because they want to do it on their own. Nah, at this point, nah, I'm not afraid to ask for help. I'll be honest with you. Like, closed mouths don't get fed. You feel me? And that pride, that ego, or like, that's a dumb mentality. It's a New York thing sometimes where like, New Yorkers always want to be on some like, I'm I'm it. You know, because... Quite frankly, that's how we were raised. Like, we had to go to school I've had, and be, I've had those. I'm it. You feel me? Like, but nah, we got to come together and, like, work. And you see how things blossom way more. Like, that whole pride shit got to go. Nah, I feel like a lot of people should, they should collab more. Like, it's okay to ask for help. Because don't get me wrong, there's been times, like, I don't want to fucking ask for help. Like, I know what I'm doing. Mm-hmm. And then it just never follows through because, like, I just should ask for help. That, that, I've been there too. And that's why I could learn from that. Like, we're not doing that. <laughs> we're not doing that. We're coming together. And, like, right now, the Bronx. We up. Bro, the Bronx is up, bro. We got downtown Bronx now. So, bro. <laughs> so, bro. <laughs> yo, we up, bro. Like, you don't get it, bro. Like, this shit is, watch. I'm not calling this up. <laughs> I'm not calling it Soro, that's a fact. Nah. Nah, I call this. I fuck with Soul Bro, bro. <laughs> but nah, downtown Bronx got it. Like, nah, we're up Never right in now. my life, you know, I would think. Downtown BX, bro, like, we here. I'll call it that. Downtown Bronx. <laughs> nah, Soul Bro. Soul Bro is crazy. That's the real gentrifier. That's Eric Adams, New York. No, <laughs> but that was Soho once. You feel me? Back then, yeah. Like, oh, that Soho is like that's how I knew it as. Like nobody ever told me what it was. Now your kids, kids, mm-hmm. they're gonna know Sobro as Sobro. Like, wow, yeah. <laughs> must be lucky. You guys <laughs> lived in Sobro back in the day, and now you have. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. I'd be tight looking at these little people who were living in Soho. Like, oh, you lucky, bro. Your grandma was here. Like, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, I was on the train once, and this girl was like, "Yeah, like my grandma, she like handed it over, like signed over the the lease to me, forty deuce, forty second street." She was like, uh, uh, "It's a four bedroom. I only pay seven hundred, so I rent each room for a thousand. What, bro? <laughs> I said I'm scooped. <laughs> I should have been like, "Yo, what's up, bro?" Like, <laughs> Nah, that's what? crazy. And yeah, bro, that's New York for you. Like, you win some, you lose some, but Shit, you can just never hate. I feel like the Bronx is like the last authentic part. It is the last authentic part. It was. It was like slowly but surely, this is gonna get. But it's taking its time. Like, bro, the Bronx is it. I just want to shout it. out the Bronx. The Bronx is it. I'm sorry for anyone that's not from the Bronx. Like, I'm sorry, mm-hmm. bro. Like. We got the Yankees, like, <laughs> we got the Yankees. bro. I just say one thing and that's it. Like it's uh, yeah. done. Like no, nah, like I take pride in being from here because like whenever I see corny ass jokes on Twitter, I'm like, yo, bro, y'all don't even hang out here. Y'all never been here. Y'all just know shit off of like little memes and. Yeah, they don't know what's up. Exactly. Like, don't get me wrong. Some be funny, but then it's like, I ain't trying too hard. Like, yeah. Thanks, dog. And bro, to be honest, like. 
we, yo, graffiti, hip hop. It's a lot of shit, bro. A lot of shit that ugly radio. You feel yeah. me? Like it's There's just a lot of talent here. Just people just don't want to really tap in as they should. They, I mean, you feel like more people should come to the Bronx? Not, I, I kind of, it's kind of like more like a blessing. Like, you feel me? Yeah, like, like it's, a, it's an exclusive. I feel like we should make this more exclusive, like mm-hmm. in the sense of who we're gonna bring in here. I'm all about inclusivity, but relax, <laughs> like <laughs> relax, relax yeah, bro, yeah. like.
anything set for this summer or the year coming because um, like between Eric Adam and COVID COVID don't exist to him so like it's gonna be a movie outside it has already been a movie bro it has <laughs> already started like we on we on you know like that that first 30 minute mark of a movie where you starting yeah. to realize what the movie's yeah, really about like saying, like, yeah like, oh, the house is haunted. <laughs> you know, the like... The house is haunted, Yo, yeah. the summer's spooky, bro. Like, this shit is getting crazy. I, uh, my plans is just to keep vibing and growing with people. Like, we have us... And I say we because, again, like, anything and everything that is mine has always been for my people. So, we have a space now. We're setting a mark here in the Bronx. This studio is gonna be known, like, oh, now nah, that's that spot. You feel me? Mm. They them guys, like, and to be quite honest, we already got that. People know when you walk in a room, they know. Oh, that's, oh, that's awesome. Oh, that's, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But now it's like to the world. Then mm. Bronx pal mundo. You feel me? Like, we really gonna. I'm hyped for it. I am hyped for it too. Like, and again, I'm just trying to help all my peoples. Like. I want Sasso to be the next big thing. You Sasso's up like, next. Sasso is already getting there. I know he's there, but he's going to be... Because with Sasso, a lot of people be like, yeah, I'm going to do music, and then they just fold. He stuck to it. And you don't see that a lot. Even when, you know, and everyone has their times when, like... His DJ's here. You can detest to it. Like, facts. Like, there's times where, like, it, you think you hot, 
Mm. And then you gotta like sit down with other creatives and be like, you know, that's what really humbles you. Then you see like they're on a whole different type of time. And me, I'm just like. And and someone like you know, I remember Sasso coming up to me like, yo, what do you think about this? And I'd be like, nah, this ain't it, bro. Like, you mm. gotta switch something up. I can't tell you what to do because that's your vibe. You feel me? But I'm. It's, this is just one opinion. But he could have taken it salty and been like, oh, he don't know what the fuck he's talking about or whatever. But now nah, he really was like, yo, I'm gonna think about it now and I'm gonna work on something else. And that's why we build even more closer with like our relationship. Mm. And that's those type of people are the people that progress because they take constructive criticism, you know? They don't think, like, how we were talking about, like, yeah. this pride, this ego, like, oh, nah, I'm... fuck you, you feel me? And some of those people win, too, you know? Like, because yeah. they stick to their gut. They they feel like they have something, and if I guess if you're consistent enough, mm-hmm. you can make it work. For sure, yeah. But we're going to wrap this up. Is there any words you would like to give out to the people... Um, Let them know what's up next. I'm back. Oh, I'm back. That's Jordan. No, I'm back. I'm back, bro. Like, <laughs> just know that I, y'all gonna see a lot of. Well, maybe not. I'll be behind the curtains a lot, but I'm. Would you rather be in the front or the back behind the scenes? I'm more of a behind the scenes person, to be honest with you. Same. I'm more of a. Cause like, don't get me wrong. Like when people pull up on me, like, hey, yo, you're so and so. It's cool. And then I still kind of get nerve-wracked about it. It's like, damn, like, fuck, like, they know me. I'd rather just be behind the scenes and let you know that I worked on this and I got this person there. Oh, life is not... It's, Even if it's just for myself. Like, yeah, I did this in the back end. Still got but then again, you never know what may happen. Facts. You feel me? Like, life is... We have no control over this shit. Mm-hmm. You know? So, with just that being said, I'm back. Everybody stay positive, stay focused. Like, you know, not everything is going to be handed to you. You got to work for it, but it'll come. You feel me? And free the non-poly. Free, free the non-poly. Like, free the non-poly. Get, get, that's it. Be free. <laughs> uh, you guys, you have anything you would like to say? Give a shout out to? Promote yourselves? This is open for me. I want y'all to sit. If y'all got something to promote, promote it, bro. Yeah, like, yo. Definitely keep showing love to my boy, Andrew Adamas. The one, the painter. You got to tap in. And definitely follow your boy, Larry Lindo, at Larry Jamel on IG, TikTok, LinkedIn. Shit, every platform you could think of. Twitch, the doll. We outside. Stop fucking playing with us. I don't know if I can curse. I'm sorry. Yeah, you can curse, but (laughs) Yo, I know. (laughs) Yo, what up, Matt Weiss? Shout out to my guy, Andrew. I just want to say, since I've known this guy, man, he's been a renaissance man, always interested in collaborating, tapping into different cultures and time zones. And yeah, man, we're just going to keep building. And for anyone interested, please reach out, Weissman74, W-E-I-S-S-M-A-N-74, photographer, director. You know what time it is. Shout out DJ Guadi. He's working around. He's mixing Sasso's track right now. We're not going. This is what I'm talking about. See, people just tapped in. And and it's not. I'll be honest with you. 2022 and on, it's not tapped in anymore. We logged in. We logged in. We logged in. in. You feel me? Throw the logs and make the fire. (laughs) Spark it up. You feel me? And real quick, next question is the brand. Lemonade is the band because we ran out of quarter orders. Fire. I'm Rob. This is Drew. The guys back here. I appreciate you. Thank you.
a black man with a white woman at the top floor, they gon' come to your King Kong. Middle America packed in. Came to see me on my black skin. Number one question they asking. Fuck every question you asking. If I don't get ran at my Catholics, it comes to conservative Baptists. Claiming I'm overreacting like the black kids in Chirac, bitch. Four in the morning, and I'm zoning. They say I'm possessed. It's the omen, I keep it 300. Like the Romans, 300 bitches. Where the Trojans, baby, we living in the moment. I've been a menace for the longest, but I ain't finished. I'm devoted, and you know it, and you know it. So follow me up, cause this shit about to go. I'm doing 500, I'm out of control. But there's nowhere to go, and there's no way to slow. If I knew what I knew in the past, I would have been like that on your ass. Radio, duh.